Welcome to the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I am the Queen of Pep Talks, Jessica Battle, founder and CEO of the Join Jessica XO brand, where I coach, speak, and influence women to improve their mindsets so they can become happier healthier, and more successful than ever before. I am obsessed with helping women create the unwavering ability to believe in themselves in order to achieve a life beyond their wildest dreams. Each week, I'll bring you a series of pep talks that will encourage you to break through your own limiting beliefs and help you develop the mindset that will allow you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. If you're looking to lose your own bullshit excuses, get out of your own way and grow into your infinite potential, Well then, you're in the right place. Are you with me? Let's dive in. Hello, my love, and welcome back to another episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. Happy Monday. I hope that you are having the best Monday ever. I am so excited to share today's conversation with you on the podcast. I had talked about doing an episode around this a couple of weeks ago, and I got so many DMs from people saying, yes, please record an episode on the reasons why you don't want kids. And I thought today is no better day than to record that episode as I am at home sleepy after babysitting my twin nephews last night while my best friend and her husband were at a wedding. I come home from their house every time I come home. I am so grateful for the choice that I made to not have children because Y'all, kids are so much work. And I know that I've said this before. If you are a mom, I literally bow down to you and the level of responsibility that you have chosen to take on to keep this world alive. Like if it wasn't for you moms, we could literally end civilization, right? As women, I commend you so much for the work that you do as mothers. And it is a responsibility that is just not one that I want to take on in my life. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you a few reasons why I don't want kids because it is a common question that I get. And when I started publicly sharing this, I did get shamed quite a bit from women saying, you're going to regret your decision, you're going to change your mind, which I still hear all of the time, even from family members. I mean, my husband got a vasectomy almost seven years ago, and we are still told, you're going to change your mind. Oh, you'll change your mind one day. Oh, well, if you change your mind, oh, well, if you change your mind. I'm like, I'm not going to change my mind. I gave this decision, my husband and I both, a lot of thought, and we know with certainty that we don't want children. And I feel that it should be our right to decide that we don't want kids, just like families get to decide that they do want kids, just like you or other women who have had children get to decide that they want to have children. I also get to decide that I don't want to have children. And it's so interesting to me that as women, if you choose to have children, I mean, I know my sister-in-law has nine or 10 kids. I I can't even keep count if I'm being 100% honest. No one says to her, oh my gosh, why do you have so many children? But I make the decision to not have children. And I'm constantly questioned as to why I don't want to have kids or why I have made this decision or made to feel bad about the decision that I have made for my own life. It's really been fascinating for me to listen to the things that people feel comfortable saying to me as a woman who has decided to not have kids. And I think one of the most ridiculous things that I have heard from people on social media about my decision to not have children is who is going to take care of me when I am old. 
And I find that such a fascinating comment to make because number one, having children does not mean that you will then become their responsibility to care for in your old age. I think that is honestly a terrible expectation to place on your children, that they're supposed to be your caretaker in your elderly years. I just don't think that that is fair. But also, just because you raise children does not mean that they are actually going to be there for you as you get older. And I am witness to this in my own family dynamic. I have two brothers We shared the same parents, both mom and dad, and neither of my brothers have been there for my mom the way that I have been there for my mom. And she raised us, right? My my dad left my family when I was very young. She was a single mom. She did everything for us. She worked nonstop, many hours, overtime, built herself to a place where she was able to comfortably take care of us. She did the best that she could with all of us. And they have just kind of washed their hands of what's been going on with my mom. No one has been there for her the way that I have been there for her. And I just think it's fascinating that we make the assumption that if you have children, they're going to be there to take care of you. I also worked at a nursing home for many years. I started there as like a receptionist when I was still in high school. I was 16 and I worked there until I was probably 22. I was a medical technician there and I saw so many people bring their families. My mom also worked at this nursing home. She was in administration and she was the person who was responsible for bringing the people in, doing the paperwork with the families, getting them set up in their rooms, working with how they were going to pay for them to be there, all of these things. It was interesting the number of people who brought their parents there and just dumped them and left them and never came to visit. So this expectation of my children are going to take care of me when I am older is something that I just don't believe because I have firsthand experience and seeing that that's not actually true. You can raise incredible kids and do the best that you know how in raising fantastic human beings. That does not mean that they're going to be the person who takes care of you as you get older, right? So I just found that to be probably one of the most absurd things that I've heard as a reason for me to have children. But let's talk about six reasons. And I'm sure that I could think of more. These are the just the ones that come top of mind for me that I feel like are so relevant and so true to where I am in my life right now. So reason number one that I don't want kids is because they are a huge, never-ending life responsibility. The responsibility with your children, I think, Sometimes we're taught to believe like, oh, you raise your kids until they're 18 and then they go off to college and they do their own thing false, right? Like I was just at my dad's house the other day and I was talking with my stepmom and she, her children are in their fifties and sixties. I mean, they're going to be, both of them are going to be 80 years old. So she has grandchildren that are older than me. I think her grandchildren are in their forties, right? She has great grandchildren that are in their twenties. Her children are in their late fifties, early sixties, and they still call her for help with things, My little brother lived with my dad until he was 30 years old. I have a sister who is, I believe she's going to be 57. She still calls my dad and asks for money and asks for help with things. Children are a lifelong responsibility and it never goes away. And I have given a lot of thought to the fact, do I want to be responsible for someone else for the rest of my life? That answer is no. 
I won't even be responsible for a dog right now. And that's not because I'm immature or irresponsible or I don't have my life together. It's because I have given a lot of thought to, do I want to be responsible for another human being Not just right now, not just for 10 years, not just for 18 years, but literally for the rest of my life. Because the way that my heart is set up, I am not the type of person who, when my child is 25, if they're struggling with something, I'd be like, well, you're an adult now, honey. That's your problem. That's just not the type of human that I am. I would not know how to not be there. Also, another part of this, something that I didn't even include is the pain that you must feel as a parent to witness your child's struggle in life. Like right now we have a lot of stuff going on in my family dynamic, unfortunately. And I have watched my mom, even though my brothers are not a part of her life, I have watched her struggle in most recent weeks with the things that my brothers are going through, the pain that she feels because her children are suffering. I don't want to deal with that. And I think people say like, that makes you selfish. I don't think that that makes me selfish. I think it makes me self-aware. It makes me aware to know that these are the things that I want for my life. And these are the things that I don't want for my life. And I don't believe that that should be right or wrong from someone else's perspective, because no one has to live my life except for me. No one has to live your life except for you. So you get to make the decisions that feel in alignment with what you really want. And to be quite honest with you, I could one day regret the fact that I didn't have children. But if I am being completely honest, I would rather look back on my life at 70 years old and regret the fact that I didn't have children than potentially have a child at 25, 30 years old and regret that child every day of my life because I did not like the way my life turned out because I had children. That's just my thoughts and feelings around it. Reason number two that I don't want kids is that they are expensive as fuck. Like, children are so expensive. I think about daycare costs. I was talking to one of my clients recently. You know who you are. We were talking about uh, childcare over the summer. She puts her daughter in a summer camp. $6,000 to have her daughter in a summer camp. She's fortunate enough that she is in a position where she can afford that. When I made the decision to not have children, finances was absolutely a thought in my mind because when we made this choice at 30 years old, we were $60,000 in debt. We made okay money, but we were not in a position financially where we would be able to give our child every single thing that we wanted. It just wasn't a reality for us. And along that, something again that I didn't even include in my list of things is the fact that not only was I not in the best financial position, we have very little family that would be there to be a support to us in having children, right? I look at my best friend and she is so fortunate. It blows my mind. Her family comes over to help her with her children five days out of the week, Monday through Friday, her mom is there or her in-laws are there to help her. That is so incredible. I had the awareness when I made the decision to not have kids, I had the awareness that I do not have that. I do not have a close-knit family that would care to be a part of my life. When I made this decision to not have children, my mom was in the depths of her alcoholism. My relationship with my dad has always been strained and probably will forever be strained. He's never been an active part of my life. He has one grandchild and he's not an active part in her life. 
So what makes me believe that somehow my family would miraculously come to a point where they want to be a part of my child's life? And I watch the way that that hurts my niece. She's 18 years old now, and it hurts her that she doesn't have a close-knit family. She barely knows her grandparents. That's heartbreaking. Would I want to witness my child go through that? Absolutely not. It was hard enough for me to go through it, having the parents that I had. So when I'm thinking about bringing a child into this world, I'm not just thinking about their immediate family in the four walls of their house, but I'm thinking about the extended family that they are not going to have. And I know that that would hurt. I can only imagine how that would feel. So they're expensive. And I'm in a very different financial position now than I was when I made the decision. But making more money has not in any way, shape, or form changed my mind or even put a thought in my mind of I want to have children because they are still expensive. Reason number three that I don't want kids is your time and your life, your life, are no longer just yours. And I think that this is where people will step in and say like, oh, it's so selfish to say that. Like your life is yours. Like you care more about your life being yours than sharing your life to raise a child. Yes, I do. And I think the fact that I am aware of that bothers people for some reason. I don't want to give my life to someone else. I like to be able to do what I want with my time and my energy and my money. And I don't think that that is wrong. I think that I have choice in making that decision. When you choose to have children, nothing in your life is yours anymore. You have to share everything, every part of who you are, you have to share every ounce of time, even if, even if you're not present with your child in that moment, where is your mind? I mean, I think about going away for a couple of days and leaving my cats. And when I'm away, I'm thinking about, oh my gosh, I miss my cats. I can't imagine what that would feel like with a real child. Even if your time is yours, your mind and your mental energy are still connected to worried about and thinking about, is my child okay? And that's incredible if that's what you want. The thing is, the way that I see having children is the reward for you has to be worth the sacrifice. The sacrifice is 100% worth it. If you have that maternal instinct of like, I want a baby so bad. I want a family. I want a child. I want a mini me. I want someone to share my life with. I want someone to teach. I want someone to raise into an incredible human being. I want to contribute to this world by bringing a child into it. If you want that incredible, every sacrifice that I'm talking about right now will feel 1000% worth it to you. It wouldn't even be a thought in your mind. You'd be like, so what? They're expensive. I know I want a child. And that's fantastic for you, incredible for you. But that's just not how I feel. So for me, the sacrifice in bringing a child into this world is not worth the reward. And I'm sure, I am certain that having children is probably one of the best feelings in the world for those who want children. Last night when we were babysitting my nephews, Chris came up to help me for a couple of hours. I primarily wanted help with bedtime because y'all two babies is a lot. After I rocked one of the babies to sleep and I put him into his crib, Chris was holding the other baby and he was like not settling. And he looked at me and they know me much better than they know Chris because I spend a lot of time with them. He was just looking at me with the most innocent face and he was just smiling so big. And I was like, oh my God, pulling on my heartstrings, the cutest thing in the world. And then I picked him up and he just like clung onto me and snuggled me so tightly. And as I rocked him to sleep, he was just like looking at me and smiling. And I was like, 
gosh, this is just the best feeling in the world. How sweet, how innocent, how incredible. And those moments I'm sure for moms are beyond work that I'm sure that that makes you feel something that you've wanted to feel your whole entire life. And it just feels like the most rewarding thing in the world. And I appreciate it so much as an aunt. I appreciate it so much as an auntie. I just don't want or need that for myself. Coming home, my friends got home last night. I drove home at 1.30 in the morning. I was so happy to come home and crawl into my quiet bed with my cats who I love and adore and know that I could sleep until whenever I wanted to this morning. Granted, I only slept until 6 a.m. because my body doesn't know how to sleep past then, but My time is mine, my energy is mine, my life is mine, and I get to do with it what I want. And what I want is to not have children. What others want may be to have kids, and I'm sure, again, that it is so incredibly rewarding and fulfilling, but I just hope that we can live in a society where we respect the decisions of others and what they want for their own lives. When my mom or even my mother-in-law, my mom doesn't do it anymore, but when my mother-in-law will say things to me like, when are you guys going to give me a grandbaby? I say, well, are you going to come and do the work? Are you going to come and take care of it? Are you going to pay for childcare? Are you going to feed it? Are you going to change its diaper? The responsibilities that come along with it, it's not just some cute thing to have a kid. And back when I was like 17, 18, 19, 20, I thought, yeah, I probably want to have a kid because I thought it was this cute thing to like have a kid and it's what I'm supposed to do. But the older I got, the more self-aware I became, the more I recognized what I really wanted for my life. And I realized that just because society expects me to have a child does not mean that I have to have a child. And I don't think that enough women are giving thought to what they really want for their own lives. And they're just following in what they think society wants from them. And If you don't have children, or even if you do have children, I encourage you to start questioning what society tells you you're supposed to be doing with your life in any area of your life, having children and beyond, and instead getting curious about what do I want for myself? Because you are not obligated to give the world what they want from you. You are only obligated to give yourself what you want from you. And I don't think enough women are thinking about what do I want for me. They're busy thinking about what does the world expect from me and how can I give that to the world? Reason number four that I don't want kids is that I am deeply fulfilled by other roles in my life, such as my career and being a fun auntie. And this is another thing that I've seen a lot of people say, not just towards me, but towards other women who are open about not wanting children. What is going to fulfill you? You're going to live such a sad life. There's no aspect of my life that feels sad. There's no aspect of my life that feels lonely. There's no aspect of my life that feels depressing. There's no aspect of my life that feels like I'm missing out. And do I know what the future holds? Of course not. Like I said earlier, could I one day look back and be like, damn, wonder what life would have been like had I had kids, maybe regretting the decision. Sure, anything is possible. But it's also possible for me to birth a child and look at it and be like, hmm, I made a mistake, not to say that any child in this world is a mistake, but we should not be forced to make decisions based off of what we think the world wants for us. When we don't know if that's what we really want for ourselves, we have to really start asking ourselves, what do I want? And I am deeply fulfilled in the other roles that I get to play in my life. I love being a wife. Let's backtrack. Before even being a wife, I love who I am to myself. When I was younger, in my late teens and early 20s, I haven't shared a lot of what my life looked like at that point. 
I did want a child. And one of the reasons that I wanted a baby at that point in my life was because I wanted someone to give me the love that I never received growing up, the love that I so desperately wanted from my dad for so many years that I never got. Had I had a child at that age, my life would be completely different. I'm very grateful that I didn't. But as I grew up, I realized that I am capable of giving that love to myself, and it took me a long time to get there. But I am deeply fulfilled in the relationship that I have with myself. I am deeply fulfilled in the relationship that I have with my husband. I am deeply fulfilled in the relationship that I have with my clients and in my career as a coach and a speaker and a podcaster. I am deeply fulfilled in the friendships that I have. I'm deeply fulfilled in being the fun auntie that gets to buy my nephew's clothes from Walmart. (laughs) If you know, you know. But the truth is I am deeply fulfilled in so many of the roles that I play in my life that I don't feel like I need a child. And I don't think that every mom who chooses to have children feels like they need that to feel complete. I do think there are some women who feel that way. But I just think that we need to learn to be fulfilled in the things that fulfill us. And It's okay if the things that fulfill you are different than the things that fulfill me. Reason number five that I don't want kids, and this one is just absolute truth. Sleep is bae. You guys, sleep is one of my favorite things in the whole entire world. And that's not because I'm sad or I'm depressed. I just really love a good night's sleep. I prioritize my eight to nine hours of sleep every single night because it's how I function my best and it's how I feel my best. And if I'm being quite honest with you, I'm not feeling my best today because I did not get the quality sleep that I needed last night. I slept on the couch at my friend's for a couple of hours before driving home and then can't sleep past six o'clock. So when I'm up late and I don't sleep well, your girly is just tired And tired me is not a fun me. Tired me is not a happy me. Tired me is not a fulfilled me. And for those of you who sacrifice your sleep to raise children, bless you. Because the world needs you to continue on. But I am a woman who really loves her sleep. And I know that when you have a child, that is something that you're not necessarily always going to be able to get is the sleep that you need to function properly. And the final reason, and this is my favorite, that I don't want children is because I just don't want them. And that gets to be okay. The intention behind this episode is obviously many of you asked to hear some of the reasons why I don't want kids. And these are many of them. I included some that I hadn't planned on including, like the fact that I don't have family support to be there. However, at the end of the day, I want you to take two things away from this episode. Number one, I want you to take away that you get to start questioning what society wants from you and begin also seeking what it is that you want for yourself. I think that's so important. And number two, I want you, if you find yourself judging people for choices that they make in their lives, whether it's having kids, not having kids, or anything else beyond, Can you work on judging people less and letting people do what they want with their lives? Because at the end of the day, if they're not hurting you, their life decisions are their life decisions, and they get to do what fulfills them. At the end of the day, we have to go to bed with ourselves, right? We have to spend every day of the rest of our lives with ourselves, and we deserve to make decisions that make us feel fulfilled and happy, and joyful, and excited to live our lives. And including a child in my life is not something that excites me. 
including a child in my life is not something that I feel like, oh my gosh, I really want that. And I do believe that we should only be having children if we have given a lot of thought to all of the responsibility that comes along with it without just saying, "Mm, society says I should get married and have kids. Well, have you given thought to what that actually requires of you for the rest of your life? And in sharing this message, I have had so many moms reach out to me and say, I commend you for making this decision because if I could go back and change my mind, I maybe would have done things differently because I didn't realize the responsibility. I didn't realize what I was getting myself into. And that makes me really sad because we deserve to live lives that we're fulfilled by. And that's not to say they regret their children. I know that they don't. But I don't believe that I'm selfish in making the choice to not have kids. I simply believe that I'm very self-aware and I choose to prioritize what I really want for my life instead of saying society and the world is going to shame me if I choose to not have children and that's going to force me into making a choice that I don't really want for myself because I care more about what other people think of me than the life that I have to live for the rest of my life with myself. I won't be that person. So the world can continue to shame me and other women who choose to not have children. That's their right. But it's also my right to say, I don't want to have kids, okay? I hope that this episode brought something to you. I know that this won't resonate with everyone, but I wanted to share this in a place because it's a question that I get asked very often on social media, and I would love a place to send people to say, here are the reasons why I chose to stay child-free. I love you guys so very much. If you have not already, it would mean the world to me if you left a rating and review on the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. And if you are a woman who is contemplating having children, I hope that this episode brings you an opportunity to do some reflection on what you really want for yourself and your life, because you deserve that. We all deserve to think about what is going to happen when we make decisions for ourselves, whether it's something as big as having children or something as small as walking into the kitchen and eating when we're not hungry. No matter what it is, we are going to feel something on the other side of our choices. And when we can learn to say, what are the consequences of this behavior? What's going to happen? What are the rewards of this behavior? If we can create foresight for the decisions that we make and ask ourselves how this is going to impact the rest of our lives, I think we can make choices that allow us to be happier in the day-to-day, okay? I love you so very much. I hope you have the best Monday ever, and I'll talk to you guys on the next episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. See ya. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you were inspired by today's pep talk, be sure to share it with me by leaving a rating and review on iTunes so I can keep the encouragement coming your way. I hope you know that your support in helping me grow the podcast this year, it means so much to me. If we aren't already connected on social media, head over to join Jessica XO on Instagram or join the join Jessica XO free Facebook community for even more content that will inspire you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. Make sure you check out the show notes of today's episode for links to freebies, upcoming opportunities to work with me, and ways that we can stay connected outside of the podcast. I love you so much, and I cannot wait to chat with you on the next episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. In the meantime, go fuck this day up in the best way possible. 